If you are approaching your relationships using the model of communism, then you are doomed to failure. I want you to listen to this woman explain a relationship built upon the principles of capitalism. So even in my own example, I like being independent without downplaying the role of my partner. I don't think it has to be at the cost of another individual. Though, like the way I see it is that it's a contribution to the well-being of the unit. So if two people create a unit and they work towards securing a certain future, all of a sudden you have more means to secure that future, the future that you both planned for. There are people who genuinely believe that if you became rich, then you must have done it at the expense of somebody else. That if you have a lot of money, then you must have stolen it from other people. This is what's called a zero-sum game, where one person's success has to be directly proportionate to another person's failure. One person's gains must be compensated by another person's loss. Think of it like a tug of war. If one team manages to pull back two meters, then that means that the other team must have lost two meters of ground. This zero-sum thinking is extremely popular amongst people who support communism. They think that the wealth of society is a zero-sum game. There's only so much wealth to go around, so if some successful entrepreneur makes a whole bunch of money, he must have done so by exploiting and stealing from others. Of course, I don't think society's wealth is a zero-sum game. I think that's completely ridiculous and nonsensical. I like the capitalist model, which sees things completely differently. Adam Smith, in his book The Wealth of Nations, completely destroyed this idea, this mercantilist model, that says that there's only a limited amount of wealth to go around. And he laid the foundations, at least in principle, for the capitalist system that we have today. In capitalism, you can use resources in a completely new way, or you can invent products and resources that didn't even exist. Most importantly, one person's gain isn't directly proportionate to another person's loss. In capitalism, it's possible for everybody to improve. In a sense, what you see with the communist model is that everybody is in competition with everybody else, and it pits people against each other. In contrast, capitalism says that we're all on the same team. And yes, some people might become super wealthy, but everybody overall is going to become wealthier. So if you're genuinely interested in reducing human suffering, I really don't understand how you could possibly support the communist model in 2019. Just compare North Korea and South Korea and tell me, which system do you think is better for the average person? Now, this is not a political channel. I try not to talk about politics. I want to talk about relationships. But you see, there is a direct comparison with this communist versus capitalist model in politics with the way that some people conduct themselves in their relationships. Imagine that you're married, but every now and then you don't spend the afternoon with your wife. You go and spend it with your mother. You have a cup of tea with her. You talk to her about her week and you have a good time. You think that everything's fine, that this is normal, but when you come home, you discover that your wife is furious with you. You say, I don't understand. Why are you mad? I haven't done anything wrong to you. And she says, oh yes, you have. You went and you spent time with your mother. That's time that you didn't spend with me. The mother isn't the important part. You could trade in your friends, your brother. It doesn't matter. What's important is that that woman is thinking like a communist. She thinks that your relationship is a zero-sum game. By her reasoning, she thinks that if you spend time with another person, then by necessity, that is time that you have stolen from her. This is a big red flag. She thinks that there's a finite amount of love to go around, and that's indicative of a scarcity mindset. In practical terms, what it means is that she's going to be jealous, paranoid, and possessive big red flag. What you want is somebody that has an abundance mindset. 
and more importantly, somebody who sees the both of you as being on the same team. It's like the woman in the video clip that we watched earlier said, your relationship is one unit. You're not competing with each other. What is good for you is also what's good for her. You both benefit. If you come home from spending an afternoon with your friends or with your parents or whatever it may be, you're going to be in a good mood. And that benefits her because you're more fun to be around when you're in a good mood. Everybody wins. I did a video recently explaining how to express your emotions to a woman. And there were people who were genuinely angry at that video. Check out some of these comments. All of this hard work to please one woman. No woman is worth the effort. Alexander, you are too bothered about what women want. I think men should be however they want to be. Showing emotion or not showing emotion, it's up to them. Who cares what women think? There are a whole bunch of others, but the implication was that if you're taking care of her needs, then somehow you're being disadvantaged. This is not thinking like a capitalist. This is thinking like a zero-sum game communist. We've probably all met at least one guy in our life who's all super macho and super selfish in his outlook. I don't care about women. I don't care about what they want. Women aren't getting anything from me. Comments like that give a very clear insight into their way of seeing the world, and it's extremely dark. They sincerely believe that women's happiness by necessity has to come at their expense. In their logic, by not giving a woman love, attention, care, money, whatever it may be, they are somehow protecting themselves. For somebody who doesn't think this way, it is truly bizarre to contemplate this model of a relationship. They completely ignore the capitalist model when you win, I win, because they don't see their partner as a teammate. They see her as the competition. In their relationships, they are fighting constantly to try and get as much from the other person while giving as little back in return. It makes me think of a couple of children who are too short to reach the top of the table, and so instead, they fight with each other over the crumbs that spill onto the ground. All the while, instead of competing, what they could be doing is cooperating, helping each other so that instead of fighting over the crumbs, they climb up on each other's backs or something, get up onto the table and enjoy the buffet meal that's prepared there. If you are in competition with your partner, I guarantee that you're going to be miserable. I guarantee it. What you want to do instead is find a high quality woman and get on the same team with her. That way you can give generously to each other without competing, without keeping track, keeping score. There's an abundance of happiness to go around. With a woman like that, you will see this principle play out. When she wins, you win. That's great. So on this channel, you will occasionally hear me talk about how to make a woman happy. First off, I like when women are happy. I don't want anybody to suffer, but that's mostly incidental. That's not my explicit purpose in teaching about that content. This is a men's channel and I give advice to men. The reason why I would be explaining how to make a woman happy is because I want you to be happy. I want you to be on the same team as your partner. And when her needs are met, then she's happy, she's feeling generous, and then she's going to be able to meet your needs. So if you think that relationships are a zero-sum game, where her success must by necessity be at your failure, cut it out. Stop thinking like a communist. It's time for you to approach your relationship like a capitalist.